Welcome to On The Range. This is the podcast where we try to answer questions that nobody asks. So it's come to our attention that people need a bit more background of the town, the characters, and how we decided to do what we're doing. So I'm in studio with Scott Smith and David Damaris, and the three of us are going to try and give everyone a bit of background as to how things are what they are and how they became what they became. So my name is David Schroeder, and I was just messing around on Facebook one day, and I saw this ad on there about uh, anyone interested in joining a podcast. And I thought, okay, I'll bite. Let's see what happens. So I answered it, and... And this uh, Mr. David Damaris answered me, and uh, we've had a meeting, and uh, so, introductions, Mr. David Damaris. I definitely dangled the, the proverbial piece of carrot in front of you, didn't I? You did. <laughs> I bet. So yeah, I'm David Damaris, and uh, born and raised here in Hibbing, Minnesota. Uh, graduated, you know, quite a while ago, so. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an Iron Ranger uh, by birth. I, I went off to uh, some college and did some military time in the army, and then I had a family issue, so we came back, came back to the range, my family and I, and uh, we've been back uh, three, three or so years now, four years maybe, and uh, so yeah, um, I currently work in one of the local mines, and uh, without knowing Dave, if uh, if I remember correctly, when we actually sat down at that coffee shop. Wait a minute, I work with you. <laughs> yes, yes, we work in the same vicinity. Yeah. And so we exchanged a few uh, working stories there. And and so that's kind of how you and I met and uh, kind of came up with uh, some roles and some casting uh, parts there and uh, uh, talked about the ideas and concepts that uh, Scott and I had talked about. And uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where you and I met. Um, uh, a little bit about me, other than what I've already stated. Um, I've traveled a lot. Uh, I've got a lot of stories out from not the Iron Range, but I definitely got some growing up stories from the Iron Range. Bringing that into into what we're doing here is is going to be fun. So yeah. Yes. I want to add also that Scott, that you, or uh, I'm sorry, David, that you were quite accomplished in the military, and uh, a big thank you for your service and sacrifice for all that. Well, thank you. Um, I, I I don't feel like I did a whole lot, or, or my awards and accomplishments may say different, but uh, I feel like there's a lot more people out there that have uh, my respect, and um, I'm sure a lot of the respect of uh, the U.S. citizens out there and support from everybody else. So, but thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. And we have a Mr. Scott Smith, who uh, I think was the roots of this entire system. How did this come about, Scott? So I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and uh, make a long story real short. I have been an audiophile forever, so I've always had some sort of equipment or some dream associated with doing audio work. In 2016, I was dismissed from my last job because I have a physical disability that doesn't allow me to work. So I'm learning to work with my brain, not my hands. How's that going? Mm, not well. <laughs> But uh, you don't give yourself enough credit. Well, I try. Uh, so this is an extension of, of th that retraining myself to work better with my brain. Uh, so I spent about six years rolling ideas, tossing ideas, 
compiling and building equipment and uh, inventory to do what we are going to do here. I had begun a small job, small, small business, audiobook narrating, and it wasn't going very well. David came to me one day and said, I've got a story. And he shared a story with me. And when he finished sharing that story, he said, this is a podcast. And I said, let's go. <laughs> and from there, he kind of got, you know, tied to a rocket. And I think that was the, the big aha moment for him. Like, this is more than I understood uh, that was going on. So uh, do you have any comment there on that? So, yeah, the... Uh... The great beginning of On The Range podcast uh, began in a car ride, actually, not knowing where Scott uh, has actually, um, where, where he had actually done some back uh, building into what I had never known. You know, Scott, you and I have been friends for 20, almost, almost 20, 20, yeah. 20 some years. And, uh, you know, we know, we know each other pretty well and I thought I knew you pretty well up until the time that you're like hey let's go you know here's a rocket jump on it and so the story goes that uh, I'm, I'm going to work nice early in the morning off to my uh, mind filled uh, job I'm, I'm carpooling with uh, two other guys uh, good friends and in that in that ride was a story that came to me from a, from a coworker, and that coworker made me laugh for about two weeks. It is unreal. <laughs> I have no idea. I never heard a story like this, and the coworker just said, here's my story, and it was a real-life situation that was actually happening at that time during the car ride to work. And the second co, uh, coworker that was riding with us, I'm like, dude, do we need to actually jump in a different vehicle and let him go home and take care of this situation. Um, and I, I'm not really telling that story because it's actually part of our podcast. And, and I hope some people can jump onto that and, and figure it out. But this story that uh, I'm alluding to, I literally told just about everybody I knew. And so, you know, coming back to, to speaking with uh, Scott, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, and so I said, Scott, I got this story. And it is hilarious. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, this is a true crime. It's true crimes of the north, northern Minnesota, you know, because it was actually something that were, could have been uh, a criminal event that turned out to be a hilarious um, oversight by the people involved. And, and, and it just it didn't come, you know, it didn't uh, happen the way that the story was playing out until the very end when it was just, oh, I'm sorry, that's my fault, my bad. And it was just hilarious. I, I'm like, co-worker, this is hilarious. I, 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 and I told literally every, I told that story probably seven times at work, and he's sitting right next to me. And I, every time I laughed, oh my gosh. And then I told just about everybody on Facebook and everybody on any other social media, I told everybody in the world. And then I come to Scott's house, you know, Hey, Scott, I got a story for you. And I had no idea what my little story that you had been uh, actually thinking about for the past six years or so. Because, uh, yes, I saw that you were doing uh, your, your uh, voice overwork, you know, and uh, I knew you had some equipment. 
but I didn't put two and two together and I never knew the backstory of what you had envisioned uh, or the possibilities of. And, and when our two worlds collided, um, on it's called fusion. It's a nuclear <laughs> reaction. Spontaneous fusion. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that, that's, in, you know, it's just two guys having, having a good old uh, laugh. And then he's like, you have no idea what you've done. <laughs> and so that, that's the story of how uh, we came to be is uh, a hilarious event that, I, that took place. And I'm like, there's got to be stories around the range, specifically northern Minnesota that we all know. We all grew up, those of us who grew up here on the back roads of the mines or uh, out on some of these um, Minnesota state trails doing certain events or what have you, you know, just mm-hmm. growing up and being kids that we now remember Man, those were the days, you know, um, or life stories that, uh, you know, some family member, we always got that aunt or uncle, or maybe it's mom or dad or grandma and grandpa that just was a little bit quirky. Well, we like to take those stories that that's what it was about our lives and turn it into something that we can brighten somebody else's day. And that's what it's come to is initially the whole true crimes concept was was where my thought was hey this is a crime it was happening but it never happened in this uh co-worker's life it never happened never came about um but man that's hilarious that is hilarious Let, let's get that on recording and i was just joking with scott and he said hold on because it's going to be a ride <laughs> yeah excuse the extra noise here we're we're short on equipment today so and that's my fault I'm going to take the blame regardless. Uh, the the thing that David lit is definitely a rocket, and uh, the things that I had going on in my head were well developed, but not fleshed out. And when he told me that story, it everything just clicked together. I had already envisioned a cast of characters, but it was it was putting the little things together. Where was it going to be located? Who and how exactly the relationships of those characters were going to work. And when he came to me with, with the true crime, I said, let's, let's take it a little different direction. Let's tell these stories on ourselves, our funny stories that we have. <laughs> let's, let's tell these stories on ourselves, but we won't use ourselves in those roles. We'll, we'll use these imaginary characters to do that. And uh, I think we really struck on something good. I, everybody that has given us feedback so far has been very positive they've enjoyed it obviously there's some technical problems yet we're still learning walking through things but i think that our our story sounds our excuse me our story is solid our our background here is solid i think that we have uh, good stuff to give um and and i'm gonna you know say this right now we are looking for your stories we want your stories we will take you out of the story and we will put one of our characters in that story. Uh, and, I, and I think it's important to note that as things sit right now, every story that we have planned is something that has actually happened. Now, it may not have happened exactly the way that we're going to tell it, but the end results and often quotes and phrases come directly from the story. So they're true life stories. They are true life stories. Absolutely. Embarrassing moments that you can now laugh at. Right. You can share with everybody, but nobody has to know it's you. So share away, please. And if you need to private message us, that's okay. So (laughs) 
I think that covered that question pretty well, didn't it? Yes, it okay. did, absolutely. I've heard about Artie and Warren. How do they fit in? Who wants to take that you one? Want, you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. I'll take okay. that. Okay, so... This gets into character lists. So, uh, Arthur Dunfield is a uh, descendant of the establisher, I don't know, what, what, the, the founder? Founding founder, father. Founding father of Dunfield, Minnesota. Dunfield, Minnesota does not exist. You're not going to find it on any map. Um, I'll touch on another thing that we had talked about right now. If you are looking for Dunfield, Minnesota, take your finger, lick it, look <laughs> on the map... Look for Babbitt, look for Lake Vermilion, look for Highway 53, and look for Virginia. And just kind of find a spot in, in that circle and just touch the map. And that could be it. That's swampy area. Yeah, there. that's where Dunfield is. So, <laughs> okay. so Dunfield was founded in uh, about 1893, and uh, it, it is established as a mining town right around the same time that iron ore was found on the range. So... Uh, there's a lot that of, of history to the town. There's a lot of uh, uh, drama. There's a lot of drama. Uh, but it, this is this is set in modern times. This could have happened last week. You know, this isn't. Uh, we're not going way back. Artie is, is a descendant, and and as a descendant, uh, he is the unofficial mayor of uh, of Dunfield, and. Uh, he was sick of life on the range growing up, and he decided that he would uh, run away and uh, get a degree in political science and be a politician. He uh, went to the University of Fort Smith at Arkansas, or University of Arkansas at Fort Smith. There we go. I'll get it right. And uh, while he was there studying political science, he, he met uh, Warren Davidson. Warren Davidson... Uh, he just was fast friends with, with Artie. Artie decided he didn't like political science, and Warren said, hey, there's good money in being a lawyer. And so they redirected, and uh, they both went to University of Minnesota at uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis, West Bank, East Bank, you, you name it, uh, and uh, got their, their law degrees there. Uh, they established themselves as a practice about... I say it was about 15 years ago, so it's probably around 2005, 2006 mm-hmm. that they established themselves as a practice. But they they were fast friends, and they they get along with each other, and they do well. They do work well together. Um, I haven't really, I don't know. Is there anything about Warren that you bears? Yeah, yeah. Just just take it away. So, so I think it's I think it's important to understand that uh, Warren and Artie. Um, obviously, uh, Arthur Dunfield grew up in Minnesota. You did not, if I, if I remember correctly. So um, that's, that's a separation to where I actually grew up here on the Iron Range, but my character, Warren, did not. He's, he's not from Minnesota, at least not from the northern region. And so we've actually switched roles. Our real-life stories co- are... are, are not contradicting, but they're opposite of, of our uh, fictional stories. Um, and I personally have no idea about anything law. And so it, it comes into play that, uh, hmm, I'm going to have to go check that out, comes a lot. 
into where my character is like, you know what? Um, okay, I guess I guess we're gonna figure that one out. So, but uh, am, am I right in saying that you know you are not from Minnesota originally? You're a transplant, but um, the character is exactly. Uh, Arthur is absolutely. He was born, bred, raised the whole deal. Um, I was born in the Bay Area, San Francisco. My parents moved here when I was, I don't know, second grade. And uh, I lived in the Twin Cities. I lived in Bemidji. So I know Minnesota, but uh, Minnesota, uh, I'll, I'll never be a Minnesotan, you know, according to Minnesotans. So, <laughs> but uh, I, I, have, I have the accent if I really try. So that's, that's probably my claim to fame there. So... Okay, well, thanks, gentlemen. So um, now that we've heard about Don Felt and how it became and where it's somewhat located, can you tell me about the town itself? I hear there's a, a few businesses there, like a, a cafe and a mercantile. You can get bandanas there, bananas, bandanas, some kind of... What, what happened there? Hmm. So there's been some uh, questions about why the sign for the, the brand new sign for the mercantile is misspelled. Um, <laughs> the real story may never be known. <laughs> uh, but uh, suffice it to say that there was an error uh, somewhere. It could have been, you know, in, in the prototyping. Who knows? We, we don't really know. Somehow everybody missed it. Even the, uh, the editor of the paper missed that the sign was misspelled. So until after it was printed. Until after it was printed, delivered, and hung up, and uh, as you well know, now knocked back down. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the mercantile has, uh, you know, it was established similarly around that, that time that iron ore was discovered. It was, it was actually originally built by Arthur's great-great-grandfather, and uh, he, you know, owned the town, and it was a company town. He sold everything that a, that a prospector might need. He sold everything that the mining company that he owned might need. He sold everything that the miners themselves might need. So he made sure that he locked down every form of income he could within that town, even if it meant squeezing people. That, that was, he was okay with that. So, so that's where the, the mercantile comes from. I think the other real center of town would be Patty's. Yeah, Patty's. Three-headed monster. The three-headed monster. Do you want to take? Do you want to start with Patty's and then pass it back? Sure. We we definitely got uh, got other foundational structures within within Dunfield. We definitely got uh, you know City Hall, which you know law enforcement and, and yeah, it, it's administrative. You know how, how fun is administration? Yeah, so. <laughs> But we, you know, we got some things like that, and then we got, um, uh, well, on the range. If you don't have a, a bar, then are you a real community? And if you don't have a, and if you have a bar, I mean, how do you not have a church, right? So that's one of those foundational uh, buildings within, within the you can see on on the uh, Iron Range here in northern Minnesota, that if you have one, you have the other. So we have a couple of those uh, type of structures, um, and and community buildings, but uh, Patty's is a three-headed monster. And we say it like that because there's an actual story of how that came about. Patty's itself is actually owned by three different Patty's. Patty 1, 2, and 3, and they are all within the character list of um, Dunfield, Minnesota, and On the Range podcast. Um, Patty's itself is uh, an older-style diner. It's a gas station, and uh, 
convenience store, and then you got Patty's the shop, you know, mechanic shop. Um, just kind of like the older, uh, what is it, 1950s, 60s, 70s, something. I would say 20s, 30s, Art Deco. <laughs> that, that far? 20s yeah. and 30s? Okay. Um, so you got that whole, you know, all-in-one stop shop. And um, the interesting thing about Patty's, though, is it actually represents uh, a life event in one of our co-founders of uh, the podcast. Actually, Scott had... Uh, a situation to where he has a story that he was involved with more than one patty at one time. And so that's how patty uh, itself came to be to where we have three patties. And in the context of the uh, characters, um, they, they've all married a certain person within the community. And uh, one patty is now, now married to that, that person. And uh, I hope that you guys can catch who that is. And I hope you look for who that might be, but um, there's some of those stories that are really the connections of all the people within the community. Um, they come about, in, and a lot of those are shown at Patty's Cafe. Um, and then you have uh, mechanic Rick, and he 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 gets involved in, in certain things, and you know, and then you have Arthur and Warren who show up, and then you have Earl and Murney who are you know. Merle and Ernie. Merle and Ernie, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to catch that. I, I make that mistake all the time. <laughs> That's one of my fun ways to say it, though. Um, Merle and Ernie. And, uh, you know... That's an interesting dynamic right there because uh, you have uh, them and their wives and and how they interact with each other and, uh, and the great thing. But Patty's is pretty much where it all happens. It's the center. It's almost the heartbeat of... Dunfield, and and sometimes you might even hear me say Dunfeld or or Dunfeld. Dunfield. Dunfield, unless it's Dunfeld, but. But is that one of the running jokes? It's definitely going to be, and there's going to be other stuff like that. That's one of the things that I found uh, being a transplant uh, is that uh, people will say things one way to you only to hear you repeat it back incorrectly and then say it the other way just to see if you notice what's going on. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think we pretty well covered that, that subject for now. <laughs> we need to move on? I think we can, yeah. Okay, sure. all right. So the story goes on. How many how many people are involved? Is there um, any main characters, or is, is everybody just going to be thrown in depending on the story? So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead this way. Uh, we have a kind of a core group that we're gonna center around, and and most of those people are directly involved in Patties, uh, directly involved in. The Merck directly involved in uh, Dunfield and Davidson Law Offices uh, and directly involved with uh, the pub, I think. Is it, we're going to call it the pub or the bar? I think we haven't decided that yet. Yeah, it's, it's, some of this stuff is still in the works of actually being decided of how we're going to go about it. I mean, uh, obviously we're running a professional, really high-end... Um, <laughs> Super prepared for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're kind of just taking things as they come and uh, making sure that we have a good high quality uh, production produced. Um, that's our actual go. Excuse me, goal um, is to get a good quality product out there. 
Um, but some of the backstory is actually still being developed. Some of those things are being talked about and, um, and a lot of that is still me riding that roller coaster, riding that rocket, uh, trying to figure out what's going on and, uh, and saying, okay, uh, let's take this story this direction or this character into a new direction or, 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 or holding on to, hey, we really like this about this location. And I think that's why we've held on to Patty's um, so strongly and, and that being such a defining uh, location within the community. We actually have... Um, rendi renditions of an artistic ability of the actual map of a non-existent community, which is crazy. Um, but it's exciting because well, we have all kinds of uh, people that are being involved behind the stories. We have so many people that are involved um, in the back, behind the curtain, um, almost Wizard of the Oz type field. Don't look behind the curtain. All these other people that are involved. Exactly. exactly. Um, that whether they choose to or not to, that, that may never get the recognition. Um, and, and right now, I just want to say thank you to those people um, because without their involvement, we would struggle even more or, or just try to figure out going forward what we would like to do, but they make it so much easier for us. Yes, absolutely. So uh, even, though, even though this is in its newest stages, you've already, you've already had downloads as far as... Uh, Australia, in Canada, Singapore. What, uh, what's your plans for this? How, how far do you think you want this to go? Uh, for me, the, the idea is to take this as far as I possibly can. Um, I want to reach everyone I can possibly reach. The real goal that we have here is we want you to laugh. At the end of the day, that's the important thing. If you can connect with characters and you can, you can see what, what we're, we're doing and saying and how we're getting there, I think that's the important, a secondary. I want you to pick up your phone, listen to it for 10, 15 minutes, and at the end of it, have a good laugh and then move on. I, and I really, I think that's the ideal thing. Okay. So, so with that, uh, we're looking at branding and merchandising and products of that way. Um, we were able to, Scott and I decided on a, on a permanent logo that uh, is out on Facebook right now. Um, we're on pretty much every platform there is, whether it's Scott or I that are on a, on a uh, social media platform. Or you may see Warren or Arthur on like the Twitter and you may, they may be tweeting something out. I just call it the Twitter. I did. You did the, the Twitter. It's the Twitter. We all know that. <laughs> so, so there, there's things out there. there we're on just about every plat social media platform that that is out there in one way, shape, or form. Um, our primary feed is um, socially is Facebook. That's where we're we're founded founded on. Um, we initially uh, did that on uh, July 28th, if I remember correctly. Our first post was July 28th, and that's kind of where we started from. Within the previous two weeks of July 28th, that's when we had that conversation. Hey, Scott, I've got this story for you. And he said, here's a rocket, let's ride. And we've been going ever since. It's been crazy. Um, We're still kind of building the rocket. No. Oh, no, that, that was all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Um, but yeah, we, we have, like you were saying, we have people from Singapore, Australia, Canada, Istanbul, Toronto, and Melbourne, and of course, all over the nation here in the U.S. So we are literally worldwide, which is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. On Facebook, we have uh, 753 members or those who have subscribed or what have you. And we get, oh geez, um, so many members a day. It's pretty crazy how it's... Six to seven. And we reached 500 members on September 9th. So from the end of July through almost the beginning of September, we had 500 members, which in our eyes is blowing our mind. Um, We were thinking... How do we want, you ask the question of where we want to take this, and, and, and our concept was to brighten somebody's day. How, and Scott already said, we want to uh, reach as many people as we can, just so that they can pick up the phone or pick up a, 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 a device, and within 10 minutes, ease their day just a little bit. Right. Um, just have a, a laugh or be able to connect with some of the things that we may have done over our lives and say, yeah, I remember doing that, and that's kind of funny. And then, hey, some of those old memories that you had as a younger person or even that you're experiencing as a younger person, um, you're starting to realize that those are the memories that you're going to remember later in life and be able to uh, hopefully laugh at. Right. Okay. Well, I hope we're not getting too long-winded for anybody out there. We're going to try and keep our podcast a little bit shorter to keep your attention. But with that being said, we want to welcome everybody to Dunfield and call in, write in, somehow get a hold of us, share us your story about your goofy Uncle Fred, your crazy Aunt Marcy, share us a funny story, and uh, we'll try and put it on the air and make your Aunt Uncle Fred and Aunt Marcy laugh about what they did and the rest of the family and the community. We thank you all for listening and have a great day. Thanks, Dave. I really appreciate it. Scott, appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thanks, everyone. All right.